can a powerhouse woman under pressure tune into her pleasure? Can you be sharp in the boardroom and soft in the bedroom? Welcome to the Leader and Lover podcast. I'm your host, Cherise Spigner. We will take a journey and explore all aspects of Black women and having it all. We'll talk about relationship, career, status, religion, spirituality, love, and sex, all the things that contribute to the total us. So please join us as we take the journey on the Leader and Lover podcast, because girl, you definitely can have it all. Hello, hello, hello. This is Cherie Spagner and welcome to the Leader and Leper podcast. I am so excited to be recording my first episode and so excited to have you here with me. In the Leader and Leper podcast, we are going to discover all things having it all. What do I mean by that? We're going to talk to powerhouse women who lead in the boardroom, but have loving relationships and full friendships and sister circles. We are going to have women that inspire and women that we aspire to be like. And that's really what I wanted to bring. So again, I'm Cherie Spigner. I am your host. I am a breast cancer survivor. I am a domestic abuse survivor. I am a parent, a single parent of two. I am an executive in a very extremely demanding, but very well compensated industry. And I am a sister friend to some amazing badass women. And I have one of the finest men that loves every inch of me. And I am just tired of people and society seeing us from the outside in and not from the inside out. So that's what we're going to discover and talk about on the Leader and Lover podcast. So let me just tell you a little bit about myself and why do I feel called? Why do I feel that this podcast is necessary today? It's because I want the best for Black women, not only because I am Black, my mother's Black, my kids are Black. (laughs) I also understand the value that we bring as Black women. And I truly believe that if Black women heal, then we heal the world. Even though this country has never embraced us politically, we protected. Think about Alabama, y'all. Think about South Carolina. Black women rock. As Malcolm X said, the most disrespected person in America is the Black woman. And I'm like you. I am multifaceted. I have many layers, some that have been hidden or dimmed, whether it's to make the man in my life shine, because you know, as more successful we become and the brighter our light shines, we tend to need to dim it so that our counterparts and our men can feel comfortable and confident. Or if I'm trying to make sure that my colleagues feel comfortable. I am five, nine and a quarter and I wear every inch of my Afro. And so many times when I walk into a space and people just don't even know how to handle me. So for that reason, I wanted to create a platform where we could be our authentic full selves because we just don't occupy those spaces. We just don't get them often enough where we just feel comfortable. We understand that if we come in, if we assert ourselves, if we're too smart, then we are ridiculed and we're ostracized and we're labeled as angry, bitter, difficult, 
rigid, attitudinal, and masculine. I remember growing up in the Bay Area during 70s, peace, love, rock and roll. I'm black and I'm proud time, right? And I had a young lady in elementary school bully me. Now, I was 5'8". (laughs) as a fifth grader. And she was probably petite for our age, but the principal was going to suspend me and not her because I was the bigger person in size. My mother came up to that school and she wasn't having it. My mother was not having it. And she was like, if you suspend my daughter, then you suspend everybody. If everybody does not get suspended, then don't suspend my daughter or else you're going to have a little bit of hell to pay. In that moment, I saw strength. In that moment, I saw what a boss was. In that moment, I saw how to advocate for myself. And in that moment, I knew what badass looked like. My mother was the example of that. So that seed was planted. And even though she was intimidating, and I'm sure there was a whole lot of conversation about it at the PTA meeting because my mother couldn't come because she was a single Black person and she worked and she just couldn't make it. But What I will say is that she set the stage and she set the tone for who I evolved in being. The flip side of that, though, is I also saw how she was labeled as angry. I saw that she was labeled as argumentative. And I saw that side, too. So again, early on, I saw that Black women were labeled very easily just for advocating for what was right. My mother had my best interest at heart. We lived in government housing, but she always said what goes on outside of our house is not what goes on inside of our house. And she bussed me to one of the best schools in the country. And I will forever be grateful to her for that. My dad on the other side, he was cool. He was slick, clean, handsome, life of the party. I definitely get that from him. I had the yin and the yang of parents. (laughs) I could play Midwest, but I could also (laughs) recite Shakespeare. So they definitely gave me the best of both of them. However, my father had a drug problem. And so during my teenage years, I definitely had to manage that relationship, the disappointments that we tend to have when our fathers don't show up, being a lot of times his alibi with my stepmother and just needing to be the responsible adult when dealing with him. So I grew up quick dealing with my father, but I loved him because that's what we do, right? We're daddy's girls and we do love those parents, our parents, our fathers. And a lot of time that also lays a foundation of relationships and how we manage relationships in our futures because of how we deal with our fathers, right? So there's my parents. I also, when we talk about careers, wow, there's so many spaces that I've been in where I have been the only. And I remember seeking out some guidance from mentors. I was having a challenge with a new manager in one of my jobs, and he was kind of trying to manage me out of the business. Had everything to do with him being intimidated by me, had nothing to do with my skill or ability, because as you know, we work three times as hard as our counterparts. And this was no different. I worked three times as hard as my counterparts to get the respect of my customers. And I was disappointed when I reached out to my mentors to ask them how I should handle that. They told me I needed to play small. I needed to know my place and I needed to understand my role. And there's too often that we're told that 
It's too often that we are the only ones in the room. It's too often that we are intimidated or afraid to be ourselves in these spaces so that we can keep our jobs and so that we can make sure everyone feels comfortable. Or there's so many times when we give input or feedback and don't get any credit for it. So we're going to talk about that too, right here on this Leader and Lover podcast, because if any of you have been and gone into leadership roles, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But you know what? We are divine. The mental and emotional gymnastics that life requires us to balance and juggle, it will break most people, but it doesn't break Black women because that's just who we are. What I've observed and experienced on my journey is that we just don't get the respect that we deserve. And historically, it's been because we haven't really recognized our power. But we're not having that. It is 2020. 2021, actually. I'm recording this in 2020, but we're going to talk about it in 2021. And we're just not having it. We definitely are recognizing our collective power. Society would have us believe that because of our dark skin and our kinky hair, that we don't have class and we don't have elegance and we don't have intellect. But no, no, no. The statistics show differently. We are some of the most educated folks. They would also have us believe that there are no more Cliff and Claire Huxtables. They want to throw out the statistics of the single parents. They want to throw out the statistics of the absent fathers. They want to throw out those types of statistics as if the only people that exist are Atlanta housewives. Not that I'm shading Atlanta housewives. I will watch it too. It's my guilty pleasure. But you understand what I'm saying. They'd have us think that that's our norm versus upstanding power couples. So we're going to have some of those power couples on our show too. And they would talk about the things that have helped them have it all, the misconceptions, meaning the challenges that they've had, how they've grown and how they have nurtured beautiful relationships and beautiful families. Because Black folks, we are married. Black folks, we have good Black men in our communities. (laughs) Black folks, we have healthy, happy relationships. And we need to celebrate that. And this is the platform for us to do that. These women that we will spotlight are figures in their communities. They are executives in the workplace. They will inspire again, like I said, and uplift us. These will be Black women. They're leading in the boardroom. They're leading in entrepreneurship and politics and entertainment. But then they're also balancing love in the bedroom amongst family and friends. Again, some of these are some of my best friends. And we just have amazing sister circles, none where there's distrust, none where there's jealousy. We just really, really root each other on. So I just want everyone to just understand my thought process, what my needs were when I started thinking about this podcast and where I started thinking like, Sheree, you know what? Your voice needs to be heard. You have had a myriad of experiences that you want to share with others that they can probably benefit from and that they can definitely use as inspiration and as an example. So I'm going to read my letter to my podcasting self. And here it is. Hey girl, I am so proud of you. You had a thought, a concept, an idea, but more importantly, you had a desire to help other women and you are doing it. Many times you have procrastinated and not executed on an idea. How many times have we all done that, right? (laughs) Whether it be because of fear, yes, we are going to face our fears on this podcast. Lack of passion, sometimes we are doing things that we are not passionate about. Bad timing, everyone's had that or just not have the right platform. Well, if you don't have the right platform, you create it. 
Finally, you are putting yourself out there. You have gotten comfortable with who you are and you have embraced all of who you are at this time in your life. You have a voice that needs to be heard. All of the years of growing, learning, and evolving have given you all the tools you need to bring your healing to the world and your voice so that others can benefit or be inspired by it. Your choice to target Black women doesn't surprise me. Yes, because I do love us. You understand the value and importance of Black women being the vessel that birthed the nation. Your view and the belief that healing Black women will heal Black communities will be served on this platform. You are creating a space to explore Black women being seen, being heard, being validated, and cared for. This podcast will be a gift to the world, but more importantly, it will be a gift to you. It is what you needed as you were evolving. It was what you needed when you were unsure about yourself. It was what you needed when you felt guilt and shame about being curious about sex and sexuality. It was what you needed when you were having difficulties in relationships, both personal and romantic, or during the times that you felt guilty about parenting when times were hard. It was what you needed as your career excelled and you felt alone and that everyone was being more politically correct in giving you guidance to protect themselves instead of giving you what you really needed to thrive and grow. This is a gift, not only to others, to help them navigate life so they can get to the place of peace, but to yourself to validate who you have become. Job well done. Continue to get out of your way and out of your head because don't we stay in our head? You are going to be epic. And this podcast is just the place to showcase your greatness. You got this girl. So again, I am so happy to have you in my space. I am so happy to be creating this platform where we are going to talk about everything from relationships. Yes, I have a whole lot of stories, as I'm sure you know. (laughs) Most of us do, right? We're going to talk about careers. How do we navigate? How do Black women navigate in these male-dominated environments that we find ourselves in? We're going to talk about love, love of ourselves, love of others. We are going to explore religion. Yes, we are, because religion does impact the way that we show up in the world. It has, for me, it was some of the first places where I felt guilt and shame and judgment. So we are going to talk about that and how some of that impacts our sexuality and sex. I'm going to have a sex expert on, so I am really Looking forward to talking about things that we historically haven't discussed. This is going to be our safe place, ladies. So tune in to the Leader and Lover podcast. I'm Sharice Feigner, and thank you for listening.